This might just be our most niche nerdy sermon to date, but dang it, I'm obsessed and you can't stop me unless you click away. Please don't click away. Let me geek out about this, I, I beg of you. If you follow us on Twitch, then you've already heard a bit of this rant, but I have become obsessed with this new music video project on YouTube called Milgram. It is one of the most creative ideas I've seen in a long while. And it's put together so phenomenally that I can't stop thinking about it. Do you like death games like Danganronpa or Squid Game? It's got that. Do you like anime OPs? You get 10 per season. Do you like gorgeous animation and compelling anime characters? Got it. Do you like to decide the fate of murderers based off of their feelings personified in a music video? Well, that one's a bit more specific. I don't know how you said that, but if that's you, you're in luck. I think what makes this series so compelling and especially worth talking about in relation to the Christian faith is that it centers around the concept of forgiveness, which is kind of a big part of what we do. So what could J-pop have to do with Jesus? Let's talk about it. Folks, welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come together to talk about faith, games, and doing my girl Mahiru dirty with that guilty conviction. Hmm. I am your nerd pastor, Nate. If you like these weekly dives, be sure to sub, hit that bell, and find out when our next one drops. Folks, we're gonna be starting, as always, with our scripture for this video. It's gonna be the Gospel of John, chapter eight, verses one through 11 from the NRSV UE. Our reader today is gonna to be one of our level two members, Splash Force, uh, who prefers to use his username. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw it to Splash. While Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and making her stand before all of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such woman. Now what do you say? They said this to test them, so that they might ha have some charge to bring against them. Jesus brought down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go on your way, and from now on, do not sin again. Okay, so two options are happening right now. You are either a Milgram fan and know everything that I'm about to say, or you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about and are just here because you support Checkpoint or are just a curious little weeb. Either way, let's talk about what Milgram even is. Milgram is a music video project produced by Deco27 starting back in 2020. On the surface level, it is a unique set of excellent J-pop narrative songwriting, but once you dig a bit deeper, the truth of this awesome project comes out. The viewer is given the role of a prison guard named S. Your role as this guard is to judge a collection of 10 different prisoners. Over the course of three seasons, we as S will be tasked with determining the guilt of these 10 prisoners who are all confirmed murderers, according to the Jackalope. Given this, what we will actually be doing is not determining guilt as much as determining whether they are worthy of being forgiven or not. Now, the big question is how will we learn about these prisoners? Well, each season, each prisoner is going to have their mental landscape extracted from their brains into the form of a music video. These videos, lyrics, and song styles will all contain hints and clues as to how the prisoner feels about their crime and what happened from their skewed perspective. Thus, our role as S is to debate within the comments section on YouTube on the severity, legitimacy, and toll of each crime, whether or not we want to cast a guilty verdict 
on each prisoner by voting on the website every day. Now, season one wrapped earlier this year and season two started back in August, but no one had any idea what would actually happen to the four that were voted guilty last season. Now we know that these four were punished by another member of the group that considers herself a vigilante. Some of them are barely harmed. One got fairly hurt and Mahiru, almost died. I will never forgive you guilty voters. Two videos into season two, we are now being tasked with determining the capacity to forgive once again, but now we know more of the consequences of our choices and it's only made the votes that much harder. If all of that wasn't compelling enough, all these songs are absolute bops. And all of the characters are compelling as all get out. We have Haruka, the definitely not serial killer, Mama's Boy, you know, the call girl with no feelings, Futa, the cyber bully with a strong sense of justice, Moo, the once popular girl turned abandoned girl, Shido, the Sweeney Todd level experimental doctor, Mahiru, the best girl who did nothing wrong except for love too much, Kazui, the basic guy who is in love with the wrong person, Amane, the 12 year old who might be a cultist, Makoto, the Tumblr heartthrob that broke the internet, and Kotoko, who is Batman, but bad. Batman. Keep in mind though, this is only what we know from the first season. Each season is gonna be making new developments, new videos, and new things to learn. I love literally everything about this project and every song sounds so good. And none of this is even mentioned yet that we are guided through this whole thing by a mysterious, literally mythical jackalope who uh, helps us with our role as the prison guard named S, who also releases covers of all the songs once they are listened to by enough people. This series is so good and so free. I just beg you to watch it or better yet, join our Discord where we have a thread on it to debate things and explore the world further together. In order to keep myself from talking your ears off since I've done it for three streams, at least recently, just what I wanna point out, all I'm saying. Let's move forward to what on earth this fascinating concept of a music video project has to do with Jesus. Our passage today is from the Gospel of John and it contains one of the most prevalent and confounding stories of Jesus out there. One that has made its way into plenty of pop culture media and bumper stickers. This passage is confusing so confusing, in fact, that it's often just cut out of translations or are considered not canon by some faith traditions. With that, let's break it down and explore a little bit about what's happening here. We have this situation where a woman has been caught in the act of adultery. According to the Levitical law, she should by all means be stoned and killed where she stands. But she isn't being brought before a court of law or anything like that. Instead, she's being brought before Jesus. Hmm, isn't that weird? It's clear that the scribes and Pharisees are testing this supposedly divine being of Jesus and are testing him with something that isn't easy for anyone, killing someone. The scribes take this adulterous woman, they throw her before Jesus and they say, hey, Moses said she should die. What do you say? Jesus bends down, starts writing something in the ground. We don't get to know what's happening here and it's so frustrating, but it is the way it is. As they continue to berate him, uh, Jesus continues writing on the ground, but after some time he finishes, he stands back up and he says, hey, anybody around here who uh, has no sin, why don't you be the one to throw the first stone? And then he kneels back down and he starts writing again. Now slowly but surely as he's writing this time, people begin to leave one by one, one after another, including the scribes and the Pharisees until finally it's only Jesus and the adulterous woman left standing here. Jesus then stands up and looks at the woman and says, woman, where are your accusers? She says, there are none left to condemn me. And then Jesus says, I don't condemn you either, go and don't sin again. This passage is so weird, right? It's no wonder it's so controversial and highly questioned. It doesn't sound a thing like John and it's weird by all accounts, but is there a kernel of something we can gain from this passage? Well, we can hold two realities in check here from other places in the gospel. On one hand, we've seen what makes Jesus truly 
angry. He is upset with people being taken advantage of by the law, by money changers, by hypocrites. That's the stuff that brings out table flipping and whip Jesus. We have also seen what Jesus expects of our own role as judgment bringer. That is to say, it's non-existent. We aren't really called to that position at all. If we're to ever call out one another, then Jesus really only says that we better check ourselves first because sometimes the splinter in another's eye looks bad, but it's nothing compared to the plank in our own. Understanding all of that and then acknowledging that Jesus does believe that his role is to fulfill and not throw out the law, how are we to rationalize this story if it's true? Ultimately, this story has three major characters, the woman, the crowd, and the Pharisees. All three are dispelled for the exact same reason. Now, some may try to speculate about what was written in the sand, being the maybe being the sins of everyone, whatever, like, I don't know. We don't really know what's written there, and, and I think that's okay. Regardless of what's written in the sand, it's clear that it is enough to serve its intended purpose. Whatever Jesus write reveals the truth in the crowd. No one is sinless. Jesus doesn't say that she doesn't deserve death by the law. He says, that anyone that isn't also worthy of death by the law should be the one to start the judgment. And who is that? No one. All have fallen short. And so no one is able to pick up that first stone. Whether the law says so or not is besides the point for Jesus. So what is the point then? Well, the adulterous woman is the one who gets a slightly extra lesson from Jesus because she sticks around. Jesus points out the obvious, none are worthy. And then he tells her, go, and become someone worthy. Because that's what the fulfillment of the law really is. It's a pursuit of Christian perfection. It's a lifelong seeking of the goodness that God wants for us. The truth of humanity is that we make rotten judges. We aren't good at it. Sorry if you're in that career. I'm sure you do the best you can with what you've got to work with, but divine law? is beyond our purview. And that's where Milgram ties back into things. The name of the series is an obvious tie to the famous psychological experiments of Stanley Milgram, where participants would seemingly electrocute fellow participants that were actually in on the whole thing. The whole point of the experiment was to see the human capacity to do harm to one another under duress and direction from an authoritative power. Who has S under duress as an authority figure to carry out harsh judgments against those in the prison? It's the jackalope. We've been told to execute punishments and we are carrying out our judgments accordingly. By the way, quick side theory, S is a prisoner and all the others are actually in on the experiment. S is the only one to ever have committed a murder. Come back to me in like two years when the seasons are over. Back to the sermon. You've no doubt made the connection here already, but notice the authority in the room and how there is one unlike the others. Stanley Milgram had the authoritative supervisor controlling things. Milgram has the sadistic jackalope. Jesus says, only pick up that stone of judgment if you have your own mess in order first. This is an obviously stark contrast. Jesus's authority is one of peace and grace, not testing punishment. But what does any of this actually mean for us today? What can we learn from this? For starters, it means that you better go and vote Mahiro Innocent when her video drops in a few months. But more importantly, this game reminds us that we fall under the authority of someone better. Someone who is filled with the goodness and grace for the undeserving. The truth is, we are all worthy of the guilty verdict. But we have someone that took that and conquered it. There's no longer an option to be forgiven or not forgiven. You are forgiven. It only takes accepting it. The only perfect one is inviting us to be perfect and is offering us a clean plate to get started. No matter what music video might be made of your biggest mistakes, even if it's the boppiest of bops, you're still covered. 
by the grace of Jesus. So whether you are the best girl begging to be judged or just trying to figure out what is even going on here, know you are always welcome here at Checkpoint Church. You have been forgiven and we are happy that you're here. Folks, thank you so much for joining us for another of these nerdy deep dives. I know this one was pretty niche, but I had a lot of fun making it, a lot of fun uh, talking about these things, and it just felt good to geek out. If you want more of what Checkpoint Church is doing, we are streaming almost every single day of the week, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and every other Friday. We're also on Discord 24-7. If you want more of what we're doing, you can hop on our Discord, join in some conversations, join in some chat, answer some forum questions, and engage with us there. Hey, quick question for you. Have you watched Milgram? If not, please stop what you're doing and do it. If so, then who is your current obsession? I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty hooked on Yuna's music. Her voice is just real nice. Can't wait to hear another Mahiru song. I don't know when it's gonna be, but I am ecstatic. Please geek out with me in the comments so I have someone else out there to talk about this with. With that, we're gonna end this video as we always do with our three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you out there. Regardless of whether or not you believe in God, don't believe in God, whether you are the adulterous woman or the scribe, we believe these three things to be true about every single one of you out there. Number one, we believe that God loves you, like really, really loves you. Number two, we love you. We want community with you. That's what we're doing here on YouTube and Twitch and Discord. And number three, really that you, yes, you matter. You are a person of sacred worth. The world is a better place. Why? Because you are in it. Folks, with that, and until the next time that I see you, I hope that you are well. I look forward to seeing you maybe on our Discord right now or on our Twitch during the week or back here, same time, same place for another nerdy deep dive next Sunday. Until then, bye-bye! Important thing to notice there, okay? This is... um. Just what I want to point out, they just showed the rooms, and do you see what room there is? There's a zero room. All I'm saying. There are 10 participants, but there's 11 rooms. Hmm. You can't think dang room for me out of this. There you go, they're murderers.